Here at the Downer Law Firm, we have over 40 years of experience handling personal injury claims such as car accidents, truck accidents, workers' compensation, even wrongful death. So if you're injured, give us a call. We've got you covered. Hey there, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of the 704 High School Highlight. My name is Jeff Taylor. I'll be your host for this podcast every single time we do it. And listen, it's a part of Beheckle Sports, which I'm proud to be a part of. We're doing some great things. We're trying to become your home for high school sports, and that's really uh, the reason we did this. And of course, every week or every time we do this, we're going to talk about football. We're going to talk about baseball, all the sports that are out there, and we're going to have a guest every single time we do this, whether it's a player, coach, parent, athletic director, or somebody like my first guest, Darren Vaught, who was our play-by-play man for our Bay Heckle Sports High School Game of the Week. Darren, thanks so much for being here. I know you did the Game of the Week with us. Yeah. Let's tell folks a little bit more about yourself, because I know you do a lot more than just the Game of the Week. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. So as uh, many play-by-play people do, it's uh, you sort of piece things together season to season. So uh, my fall consisted of the Bay Hackle Sports Game of the Week, presented by Bojangles, which is just drilled into my memory exactly. now because you got to say it that way. Um, but I do a lot of play-by-play, High Point University men's basketball. I do a lot on the ACC Network Extra, the digital ESPN platform for them, and uh, a number of sports, you know, you name it. I've done the NCAA Regionals in women's gymnastics for ESPN3, um, awesome. the ACC track and field championships for ACC and that. And today we are joined by Josh Switzer, who is a senior at AK. It's hard for me to say Audrey Kell. It's, so I've always called it AK. It, just, it, is, it is what it is. And you guys notice the helmets here up front. I have to apologize to him because this is a Providence Panthers helmet. I need to get an AK one. <laughs> so I apologize for that. If you guys know AK and Providence, uh, pretty big rivals. Yes, sir. Super big rivals. What makes it such a rivalry, you think? Is it because they're so close, or you just grew up with these kids? The thing is, is like Providence isn't even the closest school to AK. Providence is actually kind of far from Audrey But when we grew up, we have J.M. Robinson at Community House are the two big feeders to Audrey And half the kids from J.M. come to Audrey Half them go to Providence. So a lot of the Providence kids we've played against since seventh grade and all the way through. And then once that started a while back, when they made that split, I've just always grown up being told, hey, Providence is AK's rival. Providence AK. We kind of have a little special thing going on with Bay Heckle Sports in the Big South. Can yeah. you talk to us a little bit about that? Absolutely right. And we're so pleased with the support that we get from Bay Heckle Sports and WCCB and partnering with the Big South Conference once again for the second year in a row uh, on uh, the Hercules Tires Big South Conference Basketball Championships. And we're so pleased to have a great partner like this in Charlotte to help us really tell the story of the Big South Conference, tell the story of our basketball championships coming up and the importance of being involved in Charlotte and, and getting people to, uh, to know what we're doing and to come out and support us and, and to be a part of what we're trying to do. So, I, I, so the partnership is awesome. It's, you know, we're so pleased to be able to, to uh, circle back with you all again and, and appreciate the support. Hey there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the 704 High School Highlight Podcast. My name is Jeff Taylor. We are not in studio. We've taken the studio once again on the road. We are at the Cannon School with Coach Kelvin Drakeford and the girls' basketball team, the varsity players. It's just a chance to get out and let you guys get to know a little more about some schools in our area that you may not read, see, or hear about all the time. So first of all, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for your time. We're just going to go through real quick, introduce themselves. This is Coach. I'll let him introduce himself real quick. Uh, Kelvin Drakeford. This is my sixth year as the girls' varsity basketball head coach and program director. 
cool. And we'll start over here. You are? Um, I'm Kiara Morrow, and I'm a junior. Cool. And you are? I'm Trinity Mathis, and I'm a senior. Cool. And? Jamiah Sherry, and I'm a sophomore. Cool. Awesome. So thanks for the time. Let's start. Let me ask you guys first about this. Um, Coach, I'll start with you. Tell us a little bit about the Cannon School, because um, people may not know a whole lot about it. Just talk yeah. a little bit about the school itself. So Cannon School is a, a private school in Concord, North Carolina. We are our junior K through 12th grade. Um, we uh, have about 1,200 or more students. Um, we play in the NCISAA 4A um, state, which is the biggest for private schools in North Carolina, and our conference is the Charlotte Independent School Athletic uh, Association. That includes Charlotte Latin, Charlotte Country Day, Charlotte Christian, Covenant Day, um, and Providence Day. So, so six other schools in our conference with us. A lot of times you can have the nice buildings and you can have the great facilities and stuff, but you don't get the product on the field. That's what impresses me so much about um, all I see here. Um, I'm gonna let you guys think for just a sec. Coach, obviously congrats, great year. Yeah. One state championship. Um, as I stood on the sideline and watched three or four of your games, what impressed me the most was um, a lot of times you can get good athletes and it goes to their head. And it seems like to me you had a very level-headed team, a group of players that were out there as a team. You know, you got the best quarterback in the nation, yet every time I talked to him, it was yes, sir, no, sir. That's and it was just this kind of, um, how proud are you of that? Forget the state championship per se, but just hearing that from somebody who had a chance to interact with your kids. Well, it means a lot hearing from you right now. I mean, I, I think that's something we strive to be. We have um, a core value system, seven core values. The first one is I value others, and that's all about being a servant leader. Um, we, we, we talk about that on a daily basis. We talk about you know, always reaching back. and you, you don't have a divide here. I mean, if you're in our program, whether in the seventh grade and the middle school program or a senior, you're valued the same. And those the older guys are really good about the, the putting arm around the younger guys and helping them along. And Jaden's a great example of that, and whether it's in the weight room or on the field. But there's a genuine love for each other. We talk about that. It's okay to tell a teammate, I love you. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the 704 High School Highlight Podcast. I'm Jack Taylor with Bay Hackle Sports. And this week, we've got a pretty interesting story for y'all in terms of high school sports. We've got a set of triplets the Schmidley triplets that are all going D1 this year. Y'all, congrats, first off, for that, because that's a big achievement in and of itself. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. So go ahead and introduce, your, introduce yourselves. Uh, say where you're going and uh, what you're playing. I'm Max Schmidley, and I'm committed to Arkansas to long snap football. Ike Schmidley, I'm going to James Madison to play baseball. I'm an outfielder. Uh, and Eli Schmidley, I'm going to UNC Charlotte to play golf. So, y'all, talk a little bit about growing up together, especially, I mean, brothers are already competitive as it is, but being triplets all there together, talk about just kind of how that made you more competitive as kids. Um, well, that, it just next level stuff. We've always been together and we always did everything together. Um, our mom made sure we were all on the same schedule with our uh, the same clothes that we wore and everything like that. So, um, we would always compete in everything, whether that was eating food the fastest at dinner or um, just anything like that. So, it's pretty special. And I have two very special guests today. I have Amin over here, Aiden from over here. They are with the Charlotte Independence. Guys, first of all, thank you for your time this morning. Greatly appreciate it. Let's start with you, Amin. Just tell us a little bit about yourself, maybe where you're from, you know, from here or whatever. Just talk to us a little bit about your soccer journey. And, uh, and of course, where you went to high school. Both guys are still in high school, by the way. So, Yeah, so uh, obviously uh, I go to high school at East Mac. Uh, very familiar with East Charlotte. Uh, I live in South Charlotte, so uh, I initially went to Providence High School. Uh, and then around my junior year, <clears throat> I transferred to uh, East Meg. Uh, very familiar with the Charlotte area. I love the Charlotte area. Uh, a lot of things to do. Uh, very nice. And 
That's about it for me. Cool. Eight? Me, yeah. So I grew up in Denver, North Carolina. So I went to East Lincoln High School. I went to East Middle and then I went to Catawba Springs. So I've been in Denver all my life. And yeah, I'm original. My parents are born in Australia, so I've also been there. But yeah, I've been playing soccer. I played yeah, East Lincoln for two years. And then yeah, I've been playing with Charlotte Defense. So first off, talk a little bit about what got y'all into football and kind of how you developed over time. And anyone can start. For me, it was uh, a lot of my friends played. I started in seventh grade. I'd never played football before that. So it's kind of not really peer pressure, but you know, I saw my friends playing. So I was like, all right, I'll just give it a try. And my first year, I loved it. And ever since, I've just stayed with it. And um, you know, always wanted to play college football. So kind of just continued from there. Uh, pretty much growing up, families always watch football. I've always liked it. I started out playing soccer. I was like, I just wanted more contact. So I finally played football first grade and loved it ever since. Um, I started playing flag football when I was really young. And then my second, when I was in second grade, that's when I started playing tackle football and just been all over the place since then. And playing college ball has always been a lifelong dream, dream of mine. I, I didn't have a choice. <laughs> I had to play when I was really young. I was like six years old. Um, family's all about football. So we just, you know, it's, CMS is such a large school district. You just got to, I, I realize I, I'm trying to do too much at one time sometimes. So I got to compartmentalize, but all sports are important. And it's my job to make sure that the equity is there. Um, and so it just takes a little longer to build other sports and to create different opportunities. Flag football was awesome. Um, I didn't know that we were going to have that many kids. I think one school had 116 girls to try out the first wow. year. Um, so I did not know it was going to fly like that, but I think the, the, the kicker for us was when we did a promotional video and it came out on National Girls and Women in Sports Day. So that was intentional. And today we have a very special guest, Will Shipley, running back from Clemson. Junior year, getting ready to start. Thanks for your time. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me on. So let's start at the beginning. When did you start playing football and really what did you love about it? Yeah, um, you know, I, I started, I think we uh, were talking about it on the way over here. So when I was seven years old was the first year I was allowed to. Um, but, you know, I was out there with, with my dad, uh, you know, as, uh, at three years old, you know, just uh, just watching him coach and, um, you know, being a part of the, the environment. So we fell in love really quickly with it and uh, started seven years old and have, have played ever since. And, and, you know, one thing that I really love about it is um, just that, you know, the work that you put in is what you get out of it. And I think that uh, pertains to a, a lot of things in life um, and you know it's something that has helped me with my success you know in football um, as well as life so it's, that's what I love about it. So did you play Pop Warner? Yes yeah yeah I played Pop Warner um, you know started off with my, my brother and, and my dad as my coach uh, second year kind of got stranded from them um, it went on my own path really enjoyed that though as well um, and yeah just haven't haven't stopped you know you know, and I want to ask you this because you're a senior in high school, um, and and I've talked to pretty much everybody who's been on the podcast so far, especially from high school. The transfer portal for for kids in college. Yeah. I don't like it. Me either. I never have liked it because to me, it's taking away the opportunities for kids who have worked hard um, and who need a chance. Your thoughts on the transfer portal? I know a couple of guys that are in the transfer portal and they've already left two colleges and they already are at their third. And it's just like, I just don't know how they get that because they have college experience. I guess that's why they get more offers. And that's, that just means that college coaches can't look down on high school kids. 
is this, I don't know. Because I know at the end of the day, I mean, there are high school kids who aren't getting the chance. So we had one of our anchors there to cover the, to the game, and I was here, and he was texting me. One nothing, one one. Oh, oh my gosh! Two to two. <laughs> and if I'm correct, one of them was like pretty close. I think it was like two to one. Next thing I knew, like two minutes later, he's like, "It's two two. The three goals were within seven minutes of each yeah. other. Yeah. Our second, their second, uh-huh. and our third. Right. Yeah. Within seven minutes, it's like boom, so boom, boom. Yeah. So, you go up three two. Yes. Can you just walk me through the, the waning moments as the clock wound down in terms of? How they had scored, everybody had scored, you know, three goals in seven yeah. minutes. Anything could ever happen. What's just yes. going through your mind that last so, two or three minutes? Really managing the game. So all season long, it, we had been in situations, we had been in a couple times that things didn't go our way, and we had to learn how to manage through those things. And, you know, we had a really bad handball in the – in the championship game, okay? We're not going to mention that. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about this past season. Um, undefeated during regular season and regional play, I guess, correct? Yeah. We were undefeated going all the way up until, I guess, yeah. all the way to the finals. Yeah. 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 Um, just talk about the year a little bit and, and uh, how successful it was. And we'll talk about the championship in a minute, but just how cool was it to do that? It was really cool, but it was, a, it was a lot different for me than it was for them, too, because those two are starters. I was line seven. Okay. I was expecting to be line six this year, and then I kind of coincidentally met my best friend through that because yeah. he, he, our friend Dennis, he's a foreign exchange student. He came from Germany, and nobody knew who he was, and then he just showed up to tryouts and like blew everybody away. Like Nobody was expecting him to be as good as he was. Yeah, so travel is where all the recruiting happens in softball. Really? Yeah, so I know in football, recruiting happens a lot through um, high school, but for softball, not many coaches come. We had a few coaches come to watch our games, but it's mainly in travel. Although I love school softball, and we had a great run this year. The majority of the recruiting is through um, travel ball, actually. Do you know why? Glad to have you along. Thanks for joining us, and I'm joined today by the head coach from Independence High School, DJ McFadden. Coach, thanks for your time. I appreciate you having me today, man. So let's talk a little bit first just about your journey. Talk to me a little bit about, uh, about football. When did you realize you loved it so much? And just talk to me a little bit about the journey through high school, especially where you played. Yeah, well, I think like anybody else, I started off young. My dad was football coach. He was actually my first coach. So he got me into the game and played at Independence High School. So really learned the love of the game early on. Uh, played at Independence High School, won a couple championships there. Uh, went off to East Carolina to play as a freshman, sophomore year, transferred to uh, Winston-Salem State and moved back to Charlotte after I finished there and immediately got back into coaching. First job happened to be at Independence with Joe Evans, and uh, we moved on to R.J. Kell and a couple other stops. And full circle, here I am back at Independence with my chance to lead the program. Yes, and I'm joined by a very special guest, the head coach at West Charlotte, Sam Greiner. Coach, thanks for your time. Thanks for having me. You Appreciate ready? It. Oh, you I'm ready? ready. <laughs> yeah, it's August, brother. We're rolling. It's go I'm, time. I walked out the other day, and I don't know what school I was at, but I was like, the summer, the mm-hmm. heat, yes. morning football practice, nothing like it. Nothing like it. And it's, it's special. Like, we get to go in the morning, so we're just now getting the ability to, like, the heat is coming in. You feel it. But we're able to beat the heat a little bit. I, I feel sorry for some of the teams that are going in the afternoon. I don't know how they're making it through. I, I, don't, I don't get it. Um, that's one thing I got to uh, – just the heat. I just I can't handle it, but that's okay. Yeah. Well, all right. Welcome so, to North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, welcome. Welcome <laughs> to the South, right? So talk to me a little bit just about your football journey. Maybe mm-hmm. growing up, playing it as a kid, high school, just 
Take me a little bit through your journey, um, getting to the point of you know being a head coach. Yeah, I first started off with like the Men Hill Eagles. Yeah, my mom was terrified for me to play. I uh, fell in love with it. My f really, really fell in love with the Northeast Middle School. I, I was named defensive MVP after my eighth grade year, and uh, just it was it was a great time. Uh, coach Donovan uh, Donaldson was my head coach at the time, and even though I was a smaller guy, it, it kind of like it put something inside of me, a spirit inside of me, it, it just like, man, I need this. So, for folks out there who may not know, I mean, people say they're like, okay, it's just kicking a football. But just explain to me just how mechanical it is. What What is the, the mindset and, and the physical part of it? Like, you know what I'm trying to get at? Yep. How, how tough is it? Because people are like, you miss a 30-yard field mm -hmm. goal, stuff, whatever. How, how tough is it mechanically and, fit, you know, just all together how to get it done? Well, it's super tough because there's a lot of different, like, mechanical aspects in the start is like there's everything like contact and there's so many different like ways we approach that and like where you hit the ball and there's everything from like your steps and alignment to backswing to follow through there's like 10 20 different like major aspects in the mechanics and so it's hard because you have like it takes a while to fine-tune like each different part and put them all together it's hard to like put every single aspect that you've been working on for a long time and make it all like flow together and work well and that's the thing that's interesting right is is the new coaches are scary good, right? You think about Simmons at Palisades, you think about Christian, both Chris James at uh, Charlotte Christian and Myers Park, right. right? Same name, different person. Right, exactly. Different person. Geringer, the coach slips in my mind, I feel like me, that's gonna hurt. That'll, that'll mess with me the rest of the night. But the coach at Geringer. All of them, I mean, they just, they understand it. And I think what helps is a lot of them obviously played high school football or around it, but played and or coached at the college level. Right. So they understand when you have sort of those limitations with your time and you have to maximize, they understand how to build a practice plan that's the most efficient and effective for both player development and right. game plan implementation. Right. And that's two different things that I think sometimes people don't think about. So... Last question for you in terms of our partnership with NAS and Bayhackle Sports. Um, even over the last couple months since school has started, I've seen the momentum we've gotten in terms of becoming, you know, the home for high school sports, especially with what you guys help bring to the table and stuff. To me, the sky's the limit. How excited are you over the next, you know, year or so, especially this school year, to see where we can go with things um, in the programming that we're doing and the stuff you're doing and, and the partnership over the next year, how excited? Well, I mean, I, it's just been an incredible partnership, right? We got together a year ago and had this had this vision of of Bayhackle Sports becoming the home of high school sports, right? And and the ability to um, enhance the experience, student athletes, yes, parents, yes, fans, yes, community, yes, other folks that don't participate in sports, all of the above, and the investment of time and resources that Bayhackle Sports is pouring into this is second to none. And I think you're going to see, I think you're going to see it create a community for high school sports that you don't see in many places across the country. And it's not easy. I mean, you got to remember we're covering probably 80 something high schools in this community, not just Charlotte Mecklenburg schools. It's, I want to say it's, it's in the DMA. Yeah. It's 57 or 58 yeah. schools. And that's just, that's the public schools. Yeah. And that's then, not your private schools. Yeah. And then, and then with that, you have 28 sports and, right. and, 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 Four facilities at each high school, right. so it's you know it's, 
it's hundreds of locations and hundreds of thousands of teams right. and that you're trying to cover um, and, and you know with 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 creating more technology efficiencies and things like automated cameras and 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 obviously y'all's re your resources here at Bay Hackle Sports and NAS resources uh, we're doing a heck of a job in the early stages um, the sky is the limit right and I think that um, the more people that are listening to this and the right. more people that would be interested in getting involved and in helping growing that in this community man we'd love to talk to you and there's a lot of passionate people there's a lot of passionate CEOs or C-suites folks out there that high school sports has been the most important thing in their life yeah. and so um, again we're going to do everything we can to make it really special here in this community. And to the folks out there, our, 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 our game of the week on Friday nights or our game of the week during the week, whether it's volleyball or soccer, um, the highlights you see uh, on game on a Monday, that's not even possible without this crew. <laughs> so we're very appreciative to them because what, like you said, we're taking it. We're here. I know we're going here. Definitely. And um, it's just going to get better and better. James Shipley. Thanks Jeff. for your time, sir. Thank you. Thanks for all you do. So enjoy it. Yep. I yep. appreciate it. Awesome. Hey, thanks for checking out the 704 High School Highlight Podcast comes out every Friday. Find it wherever you watch or listen to your podcast. And when you do, make sure you subscribe, like, comment. We love to keep in touch with you guys. Send us story ideas. Um, whatever comes to mind, just let us know. And until next week, have a good week, and we'll see you next Friday. Here at the Downer Law Firm, we have over 40 years of experience handling personal injury claims such as car accidents, truck accidents, workers' compensation, even wrongful death. So if you're injured, give us a call. We've got you covered.